0: By the way, I'm Kaylee Kemp and I've got, i got my girl, Emily Bushema with me today. And this is our candid conversation around releasing the old stories that no longer serve us and the active pursuit of that. So we can level up in other areas of our life. And so Emily, I would love to hear, like, are you open to just sharing like straight
1: off the bat here?
0: Sure. <laughs> what's, what's your What's your, one of your main stories that you've held on to?
1: Gosh, well, probably like you, I have so many, and I would say most of the stories are the things that, you know, I've just kind of pushed down since childhood. Some of those, just those negative beliefs that I know are lies, but I haven't, they're still there and they've been definitely holding me back and they hurt. And, you know, one of them is just um, feeling like I'm not good enough. I'm not valued. I, you know, I'm not okay with, with. You know who God created me to be like that. I'm, mm. And so I kind of have that shame feel and just that I'm not good enough. And in anything I try, maybe I fail. I'm, I've always been a pretty shy person. Some of it, I think comes from childhood. And I think some of it is just, mm. that's my personality. So I think there's a mix there, but just that feeling of like, I'm not good enough. I, that, that not like, I'm not good enough for someone to listen to me or not have that value um, so answering questions, like I, I never, like as, as, a kid, I didn't raise my hand It's in school. I would wait until the teacher would walk over and then I'd say, Hey, how do I do this? Mm-hmm. I didn't know how to share my feelings and my thoughts and, um, how to like verbalize it to get it out there. And yes. I can think of some different scenarios why I felt that way from my own childhood, which I know like, you know. Both my parents do love me so much, but there was just, you know, some drama growing up. And um, I think probably some, you know, just verbal things that were very hurtful and damaging to me that I have worked through over the years, but um, getting to do some just extra personal deep dive over the past couple of weeks, I've done some different classes um, and um, I've been doing some of the life journal as well, which also like, I think that's really what got me kind of like seeing some of those little nuggets and like, Hey, there's some work I need to be doing. Like, I love helping Mm. other people, but like for myself, like there's some stuff down there that if I'm supposed to be helping other people, I've got to dig deep and and work on these, these things as well, because I know I am valuable. I know God loves me. I, you know, if you're not a believer, that's okay too. But I know that I was created with a purpose and it's like, I don't want to waste my life being scared and not confident of who God created me to be like, I know he created me to love on others and share. Um, but if I'm like kind of holding myself back and not being open and not being myself, then how can I be that person to come alongside and walk and share and, um, just help them be their best. If I'm not willing to kind of come out of my shell as well.
0: That is so so good. That is so good. And I really appreciate that transparency because, um, you guys probably don't know this, but Emily just took a, a break from her career, whatever we want to call it right now. But she worked in the educational field and is an incredibly passionate individual about loving others deeply and really making an impact in the world. And it's interesting when you go from a place of probably being pretty darn confident in that space because you you were practicing it for years and years, right? And then you come into something totally new, totally different, and that vulnerability that comes with it of not knowing everything can also kind of fuel the fire of I'm not good enough when you're already feeling that and then on top of it you're like I've got nine million questions what am I doing like like it's just crazy like and so finding I love that what you said though like I'm actually already like a pretty shy person but um so I was trying to figure out like that balance of like well what really is the true story here? Right. And can I be good enough being just as I am with a more shy demeanor? Can I still be a successful health coach with a more shy demeanor? Yes. A hundred percent. Right. (laughs) I think we, we can, I mean, there's just so many stories that can come from what we think things are supposed to be when in all reality, it's like, no, slow down brain, slow down brain. Like what is the truth here? Yeah. What is the truth in my abilities and how you created me? And, um, I, I strongly believe the position that you're in is not by random. We've had a lot of conversations and I've loved, loved that you have taken the time to be like, you know, I want to be able to serve my clients at a very high level. And I know that it's going to take me leveling up, um, in and something that's been holding me at me back because typically you guys with the story that you tell yourself in one thing, it can ripple out in other areas of your life too.
1: Absolutely. And yeah, definitely noticed that with coaching and trying something new, um, which, you know, it's, you know, I'm being vulnerable by um, stepping out and trying something new and going into coaching and, you know, I'm growing and learning and um, doing so many things to try to grow and serve my clients well and be there. Um, And it has um, definitely been like a war in my brain. And so that's where Mm -hmm. I've been like, Hey, I got to dig deep and get get through some of these things. Um, but can I just share a couple little things that I learned that I was just like, Oh my gosh, I, so Yes, cool.
0: because you're, you've been on fire. You're like, Oh my gosh, I'm learning all these things about myself. And
1: I'm like, that's okay. it. We've got to share with just the crew. A, couple, yes. a couple things. So just like Okay. So one thing that I learned from um, my friend, it's um, Dr. Shannon Irvin. If you guys want to know who she is, she's um, a neuropsychology. She did her PhD in that. And so um, she's all about the neurosciences. So it's all science research based. Amazing. But if you just Shannon Irvin.com, I can put it on there for you guys, but she has a bunch of different courses. And so I participated in um, six, well, Two of her big courses were like three-day events. Amazing. There's tons more, but just a couple things I learned from um, from her were was one that that 90% of our brain, like our thoughts, our thinking, and our actions, the 90% of them are automated. So mm-hmm. you do 90% of your day without really thinking about it. It's all the stuff that you have automated, which it, the brain is doing what it's supposed to be doing. It's amazing. It's so you don't have to think of breathing and eating and like wired you are, for survival. Like you're wired yep. for you are wired, but that means also 90% of that, most of it came from your upbringing. It came from like what you have done over and over again. And so part of that, like it, it's made to be smart and work for you. But when we have some things that are working against us, that's when it's really hard to kind of. To catch that and to move mm. like to you, you've got to be able to retrain your brain and your body, your brain is able, you can rewire it, which is something that's so crazy and really awesome. It's really good for us, especially when we have some, maybe, you know, either it could be habits. It could also be mental and that our thoughts in our Dr. Shannon, oh, Urban. Gonna, Dr. Yeah. Shannon Urban. Okay. Uh-huh.
0: And Emily, um, when this calls over, would you, We'll have this up podcast style, but I know people might want to be going to do some creeping, but also if you guys have heard of, you may have heard some of this already in your life book, neuroplasticity, Mm neuroplasticity, Dr. Anderson talks about it in many of his elements. And it's something that you can start to plug in like right now today. If you have some curiosity around it, we can highlight some specific elements that may serve you. Mm -hmm. If you want to dig into this a little bit deeper and kind of go down the the rabbit hole.
1: (laughs) Yes. And I love that. It's all like science-based and it's like, it, it made so much sense. So I got so many nuggets out of it. Um, hopefully I'm not butchering it, but just no, also great, the, this. the combination of what we think about our thoughts and then the combination of the emotions that go along with that. When you combine those, that creates our beliefs. So when we start having our negative thoughts and our emotions and we're feeling like we're not good enough and like for me and like, I'm not I don't know how to get out of that. Like I'm creating those beliefs when I'm thinking that we're saying it over and over again. And so it's really important what we do think about ourselves because we're also the hardest on ourselves. Like you might see somebody else and you're like, they're amazing. Like, I love that person. Like, would I ever tell that person that they're not valued? Absolutely not. But why do we do that to ourselves? Right? Like we, I, I think most women, I would say most of us, not probably everybody, but but are really hard on ourselves. And we say really mean things to ourselves. And we would never say that to our best friend or our kids. Like when you think about like, what would we say to our kids? We would never say something like that, that you're not valuable. So why would we say that about ourselves? And why would we let our brains think that? So that is, I've been doing a lot of work on in that area and then retraining my brain to not believe those lies because those are lies, Right. So. so Emily,
0: I, this is, I love this. And so I keep hearing you say you're working on retraining your brain. Like what is this gal
1: mm-hmm. have you doing? What are some things that you're practicing? Okay. Okay. Um, so there's basically like four steps. Um, the big one is recognizing what are those thoughts that, you know, are not true about you. Right. Um, mm-hmm. so kind of like what, what are they, um, sometimes it might be a memory that jogs like, hey, you know what? I don't think that's really true. I think that's a lie, right? So you're recognizing those thoughts. Um, Then you actually write down what is it that are those lies that you have been believing. So write it down actually, okay? Then you're going to number three is refute it. So you are going to, just like a lawyer is gonna refute, you know, what the argument is, right? You're going to tell your brain that that is a lie basically. And then you're going to refute it with examples. Um, and the activity that one from one of the courses we did on one of the days was, um, she actually had us put our lies on a loved one. So, because sometimes it's hard to do it for ourselves and stand up for ourselves. She had us like write down, like someone really close to us. So I picked my husband. So, so for me, I had like, I'm not valuable, you know, I'm, not good enough. Right. So I said, I had to write that down about my husband. And then I got to refute that for him. Like, of course I, he is amazing. Like, you know, he started several of his own businesses. He schedules his time around his family. Like he mm-hmm. is a hard worker. He cooks, like, you know, you just, you refute. So you're writing down ex- specifics and then you go back and you do it for yourself. Like, what are the things like that? I am enough. I am valued. My I am married to an amazing husband who loves me. I have four kids that I didn't think I could have that are amazing. Like you just start writing down, like I worked hard. I went to school like, uh, for my career and you know, just, you just start writing down all the things that you know, that like, those are not true. Yeah. Yes. You're going to refute that lie with hard evidence. Um, and then the last part is you're going to rewire that. So what you're going to do is you basically are going to record like audio yourself telling the truths. So you're not, you're going to leave the lie out. You're not going to say, I'm not, I'm not good enough. You're going to be like, I am enough. I have a husband who loves me. I have kids who love me. Um, you know, my dog loves me, you know, like my mm-hmm. cat snuggle with me every morning. You're going to you say all the things like that you are enough. So you're going to be, you're going to say all the refuting and you're going to do it in your words. And you're going to say it in the, you know, I, and, mm-hmm. and then you're going to read, listen to that. And you're going to just like, listen to it. Like at least twice a day, like in the morning and at night to help retrain your brain. And so what that is going to do is it's going to help actually like the, there's actually, you know, synapses in there, right? Those synapses have been wired to like, they're flowing fast. So when you're believing that you're not enough, those, those are pretty hardwired. So as yeah. you're stating, you're hearing in your brain and it's in your words, you're refuting, like your, those are going those synapses, the bad ones are going to start coming apart. And then your new wires are going to be starting to get rewired to the, you know, to build that confidence. Yeah. And so for me, because I am a believer, I put in verses that like, that I am enough, that God loves me and put in some of those ones that really hit home to me. And then I Mm -hmm. said it in, and not just we, or you, I said it, me, I put it, I made it personal. Mm -hmm. And um, so then I've been listening to those. So,
0: yeah, I love that. (laughs) <laughs> so I love that I, so much. There
1: was a lot in there. Well, I, I've um,
0: heard a hope- lot of different things um, like uh, that you can do yeah. and practice out there, but I think that's mm-hmm. a really great tangible one. And why do you suppose that she had you actually go and refute things for your husband?
1: Yeah. Um,
0: so you, well, picking that.
1: someone that you're, you care about and that you love and that you know that you would not believe a lie like that about oh, somebody else. Right. So sometimes yeah, it's love. easier to put it on somebody else. Um, and it's easy, it's easier to catch the lie. Right. So when uh, we say it to ourselves, we're used to believing that. And so you um, might like, because sometimes there's lies like deep lies that you might actually not know, um, that are lies like, um, you know, like I don't deserve success, like that that's like a pretty big lie that I've had to talk through. Like, there's lots of things we don't deserve in life. Right. Um, just kind of talking through those kinds of things. Um, I haven't earned it, you know, um, I, I'm not smart enough. You know, there's so many different lies that are sometimes like it could have been something we heard and maybe it wasn't even aimed at you, but it's something that like, it was ingrained, you know, um, or you have, you know, you have to work harder to make more money. Like that's, that's a pretty, typical lie right like you actually sometimes don't depending on what kind of work you're doing um so I think that
0: is so cool and something that I use often um that I personally practice within my own brain is anytime I can sense like you know I'm getting irked right or I'm feeling a certain way or emotional about something it's for me it's pausing and it's it's asking myself is Is there a 1% chance that this could this could be false? Yeah. And so that's in my thoughts about others, but that's also my thoughts within myself about myself, right? If I'm willing to slow down and give others grace with with words and thoughts, like why wouldn't I do that for myself as well? And Mm -hmm. catching yourself of like, but wait a minute, Kaylee, like, is that a hundred percent true? Is there a one percent chance that what you're saying? about yourself right now could be false. Yeah. Yeah. What else could be true about myself For and sure. starting to really practice that as we start to become more aware of the crappy thoughts that we have because we all have them, mm-hmm. but starting to, to, to really pull up our bootstraps and either like, you know, hang out in, in the rain and woe is me. Or it's like, okay, okay these, these feelings and thoughts they're happening, but like, how am I going to choose to work through these? Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Thanks yeah. Emily for sharing. Is there anything else that you want to add love?
1: Oh, just, I I'm just, um, feeling so good and excited. Just, I do feel like so much freer in the last week here. I just feel like I've been able to refute some of these lies. and it's like, wow, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm like becoming more me. Like, and, yes. and able to be more present and share and um, be more open with people when maybe I would just be extra reserved because I am shy too. So there is that, that makes i I'm a yeah. shy person, but I also want to, I can be shy, but I can still have confidence in who I am. So I just 100%. feel really good. And I, I think the the stop um, and think challenge thing that you said, challenge that thought, that is definitely been yeah. something I've been working on as well. And I think that's a really powerful tool because, and just even sometimes just stop, take a breath. You know, I know we've talked yeah. about that. Breathe, like just take a minute, step back and just
0: yep, hundred percent.
1: Well, and what a Testament today. Can I just give you mad
0: props? What a Testament today that right now you are clearly showing up as a leader, just as you are. Thank you. being, being a hundred percent, you not, not needing to show up as like anybody else. It's your voice that was needed today. And yeah. I think you did an amazing job. And so I really appreciate you choosing to be vulnerable, showing up as you and not feeling like I've got to be perfect. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I and get that just is definitely a
1: big one. The, the perfection I've worked really hard at being that. is my new perfect, maybe even 70% (laughs) is my new perfect, but just to get there, you've worked a lot with me on that one. So,
0: well, Um, we are, we're all a work in progress and it's, it's pretty cool that we all get to have this, our own personal stories and it can help us when we so choose to become more aware of it. And so choose to practice, um, that that personal development part of your journey it's crazy how much we can shoot like start to evolve in one area and how it just like blossoms in all the other areas so yeah. I'm excited to see how like that carries you through in your coaching business and just in your personal life and I really appreciate you just sharing today so thank, thank you thank you
1: well thank you yeah. for inviting me to join you today
0: you're so welcome all Our- right